The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. The latest trends and hottest topics, love and sex, handled honestly and with passion. Here's Dr. Lori, CJAD 800. On the program tonight, the Boys Club. Uh, joining us after 10.15, Jay Farrar, Stephen Drulis, and Michelle Eid in studio with us discussing all kinds of issues, one of which will be what are the secrets that men keep from women? And this will address, too, an interesting article, Men Settle in Sex But Women Settle in Relationships. What's that all about? Let's get a male perspective on this. Plus, we'll be going live on Facebook as well as of 10.15. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your calls and texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion now at 514-790-0800 or 514-800. Remember that you can always text me, uh, not text me, but uh, email me during the week as well. Lori at drlaurie.com, although I'll be away for the next couple of days. Uh, but feel free to text in as soon as I get back uh, on the air. Paris will be sitting in for me for the next few days, but otherwise I will get back to your questions. Uh, first question, is ejaculating into your partner, even though she isn't on birth control, okay if you are sterile? Uh the first question I have is, how do you know that you are sterile? Has this been confirmed by a fertility specialist? Did you have your sperm count checked? Have you had a vasectomy and then checked to make sure there's no live sperm getting through? Uh, if it is 100% sure that you produce no sperm, then of course this is a method of birth control, very much like when a man gets a vasectomy to uh, prevent uh, pregnancy. So in that case, of course, yes, it's okay to ejaculate inside your partner if you are, in fact, confirmed uh, sterile, not just because, hey, you've never gotten anybody pregnant, so you're making an assumption that you're sterile. I've heard that from some men, and that's not, uh, I wouldn't go uh, that, that uh, wouldn't make that assumption. There is one caveat to all of this. Uh, as long as, of course, you are in a monogamous relationship and you don't need to worry about safe sex. Because if you're not in a monogamous relationship, then you should be worried and you should be using uh, protection, whether or not it's about pregnancy or, or not. This is, there's birth control, so preventing pregnancy, and there's uh, STI uh, prevention as well. Uh, married for many years, this texture writes, uh, have a great sex life. How do I get my wife to orgasm? You can't ask me. You've got to ask her. Uh, first of all, everybody's uh, responsible for their own orgasm, meaning that if she doesn't, it's not necessarily because you're doing something wrong, but it may be because she's not telling you what it is that she needs. So I have a few questions. Does she orgasm on her own? Can she orgasm uh, with masturbation? If so, then she clearly needs uh, that clitoral stimulation or some relaxation in her head or whatever. It depends on what, uh, what she needs. Are you asking, um, how do I get my, or my wife to orgasm through penetration? Because that's very, that's a different question. And the answer to that is different as well. The answer to that would be you won't. Uh, you won't because the majority of women 
will not orgasm through penetration alone. So the only way for that to happen is if she can position herself in such a way that she puts uh, pressure on uh, her clitoral area. But she would need to know that. And it may not work for her. It may be that she prefers oral sex or manual stimulation or something of the sort to get her there. So she's the one to tell you what works for her because what works for her isn't what's going to work for me or what's going to work for somebody else. Um, but you do say you have a great sex life, which is really good. And the other thing I want to tell you is that for men, orgasm is seems to be far more important than for women. When they've done studies on women and sexual satisfaction, orgasm wasn't necessarily like at the top of the list to experience satisfaction. So for women, an orgasm is nice, but is not a must to experience a satisfactory sexual experience. So I don't know if that makes sense to you, but yeah. Uh, what if she doesn't know what works for her? Well, this is where we get women to start practicing on their own. Like you're going to have to experiment things. So are you telling me that she's never had an orgasm? Uh, she's never let herself go. I would want to figure that out, like assess the, the why. Is it her mind getting in the way? Is there performance anxiety? Is she uh, not relaxed enough in her body? Is she not focused enough on her own physical sensation? Have you tried different uh, avenues? Have you tried using sex toys? Have you tried tried uh, oral sex? Have you tried different types of stimulation to the clitoris? So all of these things matter, but you could have all the best techniques in the world. If her mind is bothered by other things, if she's not relaxed in her body, then it wouldn't happen anyway, no matter how great the, uh, the technique is. So that's it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not reading this text. Uh, some guys writing and, and really it's like, oh, uh, you know, thinking he's a big guy on campus there. Uh, so no, I'm not reading your text. All right. Uh, one more question here. I'm 27. I have six kids and one more on the way. I have five boys and one girl. I'm a mother. So in my relationship for two years and a half going on three years, there is no sex in my life anymore. Yes, I love my husband, but we don't have it in us. We need help. I'm like, six kids and one on the way? Talk about a stressful, stressful time in your life. No wonder you don't have it in you to have sex. Sex requires effort, and libido is affected by fatigue and by stress, which you must have an abundance of. Like, I don't even know when you sleep with six kids and pregnant. Uh, wow. Um, and if you're breastfeeding, well, add that to the mix as well. Because the hormones released when you are breastfeeding actually cut your desire. So what you really need, really, really, is that you and your partner manage somehow, I don't know how you're going to get somebody to babysit your six kids, but manage somehow to set aside some couple time, like away from the kids. Hopefully you can find a babysitter. You can go on a date, maybe setting aside some time for, uh, lovemaking. Even if you don't, don't take this the wrong way, but even if you don't feel like it, in other words, even if you don't have the hunger for it, do it because it feels good. Do it 
so that your body can respond to stimulation. You, you become responsive to the stimulation, uh, that's offered to you. So, uh, setting aside a time for that is the only way to do it. You can't, I don't know any other way when you have a brood of kids that, uh, you've got to carve out, like, you've got to schedule it. Like, how else are you supposed to do it? Like, forget spontaneous sex at this stage in the game. I can't see that happening when you have that many kids around and a baby on the way to boots and your kids must be, you're only 27. I'm assuming your kids are very, very young. Like that's a lot of work. Uh, hats off to you for managing all of that and still wanting to be sexual. At least you want to want to, which is a good thing. Uh, so setting aside the time is really, really, uh, really important. Uh, coming up, we're going to go live on Facebook. So you can join us at CJD 800 Facebook page or my Facebook page at Dr. Lori Batito. Uh, joining us in studio will be Jay Farrar, Stephen Drulis, and Michelle Eid. Uh, we'll talk about uh, some secrets that men keep uh, from women as well. And whatever comes up, because we actually never know. Uh, we could be thinking of talking about one thing and end up talking about a whole other thing. Uh, and you can throw questions at them. You want a guy's perspective on something? Now's your chance. Do it. It'll be uh, a lot of fun. From the pleasure to the pain and everything in between. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. Tonight it is the Boys Club. We'll be going live uh, on Facebook shortly. Paris Mansoor is getting it all together, and uh, we'll do that for you. In studio with us, very excited, Jay Farrar is here, CJD producer and co-host at TSN 690, our sister station. Hey, Jay. Hi, Lori. Nice to see you. handsome as ever. Oh, stop. <laughs> uh, Stephen Drill is back with us. Uh, he's the chef and owner of Restaurant Vivaldi on the West Island. Hi, good to have you back. Hey, glad to be here. And Michelle Eid, who's been here with Paris, but not me, right? You've been on our... Yeah, this is our, our first time. This is... Oh, this is your first, first time. No, with you. Oh, no, with me. Yes, on the Boys Club, but you've been on the Millennial panel. So, a millennial. He's an actor, entrepreneur, co-founder of Signe, uh, and we'll be interacting uh, with everybody uh, on camera. So, we're on live now? All right. So, Paris uh, has given us the go-ahead. We are on live. I'll be posting this to the CJD uh, uh, Facebook page shortly. So, a couple of things. One thing just just came up, and I'm wondering if uh, how concerned you guys are. This guy writes in, married for many years, they have a great sex life, but he asks, how do I get my wife to orgasm? Do you ever get troubled about getting your partner to or Like, is this a concern of yours, whether you have a, a female partner, male? It doesn't matter if it's same sex or opposite sex, but do you are you concerned about the other person's orgasm? It was in the past. It was in the past. When I was younger. That was like a, a worry for you? Yeah, when I was younger. And now you just don't care? <laughs> when I was Poor younger, wife. When I was younger, I was just glad to be there. <laughs> Never mind the work involved. It's not that I don't care. I just realized a lot of the times it was less about me than I thought. Then uh, it was more about her. Uh, so. so is that your attitude now? Like you want, you make, like no. you make it more? Like I'm, I'm, not... I'm caring and attentive, but uh, I'm not going to try to... Hit a grand slam every time. No. Right. And, and I think you, maybe you have the maturity level to know that is that it, it, it's not up to you. That's right. Yeah. Right. Like, do you yeah. guys realize that? Of course. Because a lot of men don't. They no. think that it's something they're not doing or what am I doing wrong or right. what do I need to do? Like, give me the, 
give me the move that will cause mm. that. But it's like there isn't any. Every woman is different. Uh, yeah. Some some can have multiple orgasms. Some don't orgasm at all. So it's it, it's really up up to them how they're going to feel comfortable. Trust me, if she's not happy with the sex life or the sex, she's going to tell you. And if you you're hope. Doing, you hope. You hope. And if you're doing something wrong, you know, uh, you know, she she'll most likely guide you in the way that you guys are more comfortable and you have a better time. So why 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 pressure yourself? And you're also putting pressure on her when you do that. And there's That's just true. no reason to do that. Just just do what everybody else does. Wait and hope. I've actually been told twice that by the way I don't orgasm so don't like, don't try so hard. Yeah. That and okay. that was that was came with a contract before that wasn't like an hour sign, in. That was like sign here, please. Right at the get go. Yeah. I feel like goal sex is like don't think about anything. Just have fun. And like go yes. with your instinct. That's sex it. is yeah. an, an instinctive you know. Well, it's instinctive. We th- we think it's like there was a book written called "Sex is Not a Natural Act." Like we think it's so natural, but it actually sometimes requires a lot more thought and thinking than than just going with the instinct. But I like your idea of the goal, not making it the goal, because people who make it the goal are the ones who stay in their heads and not enjoying the moment. Right. Because it could be kind of a very meditative experience if you're in your body, right? For sure. Yeah, well, it works just like the personalities do. Some things are going to click. Some things are not going to click. And the, the physicality is a reflection of what your relationship is with the person, too. I mean, you, you, you it gets, it should, anyway, get better as you start to know each other. That's right. And it's, and a, as, it's as, as your, simple as that. And as yeah. your communication gets better. That's correct as well. Right. Once you get more comfortable with each other, you're able to, to communicate what you like and you don't like. Yeah. Man. <laughs> you got to wow. figure it wow. out. <laughs> You like that, eh? When you're full of wisdom, uh, it's, it, it happens so incredibly often that I've gotten used to it, Laurie. <laughs> uh, Texter writes, "Hi, Laurie. I love the conversation topic. I just wanted to know: Does a lot of the times women are socialized to defer to men's sexual pleasure, and as a result, uh, he what? I don't know what this says. He faxed men. I, I have no idea what this says. Autocorrect. But there's yeah. something not right here. Check your autocorrect because it's telling me about some man in Oregon and a fax and pens. Well, so I Oregon don't know. orgasm. Uh, but but the beginning of that is is quite true, right? We are taught to socialize somehow that we have to defer to men, like it's men's responsibility. It's not, but I think even women may think that it is. Somehow, the partner's responsibility. I can't speak for them. Yeah, well, anyway, let, let, here's another text that says, uh, most women fake it, and that's the truth. Women are shy. They won't say it. It's all about giving instructions and nobody getting offended. Very true. And in my 40s, I'm not shy to tell a guy and give him instructions. It's all about the instructions. I agree with that. So I don't know if that's the difference Jay, now that you're older and dating, are you more older. open to instructions? <laughs> well, compared to when you were 20 oh, and dating. Uh, I was, at, yeah, at, at 19, I was open to, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> that's a different time, though. <laughs> yeah, that's a different time. Where no. do I stick it is not the same as how do I pleasure you. <laughs> what what I find is that women, women are, are, are so incredibly smart that, they they won't necessarily tell you straight up what they want or what you should be doing, but they'll kind of hint at it, a small gesture here, a little push there, and and kind of guide you very subtly. 
to where you have to be. And then, even, and it, you know, if you're smart enough, I hope, which most of us, well, which most of us are not, you get the little messages, the little, you know, the little, the little nudge. The, yeah. And right. say, oh, OK, she she would prefer this or she likes this. Now, okay, I'm starting to get this. It takes us a Don't while, but eventually we mostly get it. Generally, men are would be happier to get the instruct to get it straight up rather than the hints. Like, would you be offended if somebody said, "Hey, I'd love you if you touched me this way"? I wouldn't be offended, but I got used to exactly that. I always I always watch for the hints. That when I I like it to be a natural act, like Michelle said, but. <laughs> If you do something and you get a reaction, it says, okay, now we're getting in the ballpark. You know? Okay. So I don't know if it's looking. just me, but I, I like getting – I don't mind getting instructions like after. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. Yeah, so you talking about it after. <laughs> like, Almost it's like not a weird debrief. a report no, no, card, no. a book report. Well, <laughs> but it's good for the next time, right? It's right. A, it's kind of a debrief. Yeah. Like that was really fun, but hey, maybe next time we could try this, this, or that. Because during it, it like cuts the flow sometimes and you like lose the moment Right. when someone says something during and then you're like – Oh, is I not doing a job? And then, like, you get in your own head. Well, so maybe that's it's just the me. Fear, no, no, see? no, you're absolutely. Sometimes it's a request that you had no idea was coming. It may well, come as, a, like, as like, a shock, and then all of a sudden you feel like you're in a cold shower and you need a minute. Well, yeah. <laughs> see, that's and, the fear. What? Yes, exactly. You want me to put what where? <laughs> yeah. But I think that's where women are like fearful. They don't want to offend and they don't want you to take it that yeah. way. But as one text writes, a little lower, a little higher. Okay, there. You know, it's like oh, being fine. able to direct in that way. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, ladies, we are totally open to being told what to, to do. To being told yeah. what to and do. And they should also be curious as to how many guys actually get off on seeing their partner get off. You know, right. so that's uh, you know, it's a big oh. one. For, it's a big one for me. So, And yeah. it's a big one for people who are in, especially in long-term relationships, like I don't know if you really care if you're in a casual – it's not anybody you care about having casual sex. But when you're with somebody you care about, this is the message I hear from men all the time. It's like, I don't want you to just do it for me. I want you to enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we're not cavemen. No. <laughs> well, some people think, uh, you know, might be. <laughs> okay, here's the person, autocorrect. This was, he did it in his car, Bluetooth autocorrect, totally off. Right, that, what I was safe. trying to say yeah. was that women are socialized to concern themselves with the men's pleasure and not always concern themselves with their own. The sex ends when the man orgasms, generalizing. It would help to have a constructive conversation and i think that's what michelle is saying like after right if you have a constructive conversation that that does help you're having sexual communication it doesn't have to be during it can be after any time hmm. after i know what I works agree. for me this is what works for me hey you know this was great but let I've me let it. me fill you in on me you know i've done it yeah you got to get the uh the roadmap and i think that's kind of sexy when you're able to talk sexually with your partner. Well, yeah, I would hope so. I mean, it's it's also a form of intimacy as well. If you, Absolutely. If, it's, it's, a, it's a reflection of how comfortable you are with the person you're with. And I, I think that's obviously a good thing. Yeah. This texture writes, uh, Dr. Lloyd, it is unfair to compare orgasms between men and women. Almost all men can orgasm. The same cannot be said uh, for women. I mean, not all. Some men do have trouble with it for various reasons. But generally speaking... I would say that would be it. I mean, they're not they're not the same. Well, it's been normalized. Like the male orgasm, it's like you, you have to be yeah. able to orgasm as a guy. That's what people right. are trained to believe. Right. What happens if you don't? 
What happens if you're so tired and it's not working? What oh, happens? If that happens, I really feel like men get judged in that scenario. I'm yes. like, he's weird. He can't. He didn't even. Wow, he didn't come. But yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. we're human. <laughs> yeah, you're human. Exactly. And there are many factors that you may have a, uh, one drink too many. You might be on medication. Oh, yeah. You that, might, that could be it. Yeah. You know, you might be worried about something in your head. You might be stressed or, or be tired stressed. or there's, there's right. a lot of reasons, I'm sure. But uh, women take it personally. And so that's the message you want hmm. women to know. I always said one drink would be the difference between a great night and a very disappointing night. And <laughs> there you go. That's it. So I think it is important that we uh, we understand the di- uh, you know that we understand that 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 women understand what you actually mean and what that you understand what women. Yeah, it could also want. be that you psyched yourself out that you're trying to last longer, so you're thinking of baseball while you're yeah, doing it. That doesn't it. work. And then no, it doesn't work. That's right. And then and then. You're like, oh, I thought too much about baseball. <laughs> this then you're back on the couch watching TV. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I rock my wife's world through uh, manual stimulation, but me, I've delayed ejaculation. That makes her getting me off a lot more challenging. Wow. Well, that's, that's right. Superstar. So, yeah. uh, well, no. You see, you yeah. say that, yeah. uh, but a lot of men who experience that experience a lot of frustration with it. Sure. Because it's – and then their partners experience frustration because now it lasts too long and what's going on and how come and they, they may take it personally. And right. so they have to dis, kind of discover, okay, well, why is it delayed? Is it too much masturbation? Is it like what's what's going on? Not enough sensitivity. So you've got to kind of figure that out. But that could be a problem for for some people. I'd say for quite a few men it is a problem. Yeah, I also think thinking too much about it as well is not a good. Oh thing. no, that 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 creates yeah. performance anxiety and right. forget like but at that, that point. Yeah, like just you know for twenty minutes or whatever, just be an animal and hope the best happens. You know, <laughs> why plan it out? Be an animal. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll let we'll let our listeners up with that one. Be an animal. <laughs> be an animal. Uh, Aren't you glad you invited with me? With the ladies, more? we talked about this, which I will come up uh, after the news. But I, I, I we've been talking about this a little bit to death, but I think it's really important. Uh, this saying, porn has given men. Un- Unrealistic expectations of women, and Walt Disney has given women unrealistic expectations of men, and the women had a lot of great things to say about that. So I just wanted to get your quick take on that. That's after we check in with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Straight talk that's all inclusive. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Always a fun conversation when the guys are in studio and we are live on Facebook so you can interact with us as well in between segments. Ask the guys any question, they will answer, right? <laughs> Jay's like, uh-oh, don't. Uh, Jay Farrar, Stephen Drulis, and Michelle Ede are in studio. Uh, interesting conversation about females and orgasms. Now I want to ask you another question, which we asked the women when they were on on. Uh, on Monday, we actually had uh, Orla Johannes and uh, Andrea Elias on, so it was quite animated, as you can imagine. Uh, and this was written by uh, – this was a text I got from a listener who said, Porn has given men unrealistic expectations of women, and while Disney has given women unrealistic expectations – of men. So I want to know how you experience that in terms of just from a guy's perspective, the expectations put on you. I saw the female panel on Monday night. Yeah, with what did you or, or, think? Did you respond to that? Were you? I, I, respond, I had a lot to say, but I wasn't going to text at all. But uh, I think there is one thing that didn't get discussed Monday night that I was thinking about. It's got a, a lot to do with, the, with age. Okay. So I'm 40 years old, and I can tell you that when I was a teenager, 
we didn't have access to porn. Yeah. Like the kids have today. Right. So for me to, uh, I mean, I, I think I discovered online porn in my 30s. I, I thought it was like you had to go on the dark web or something. I didn't realize you could just <laughs> Good, YouTube just, it, right? Yeah. Right, right there I had on your phone. Literally write porn. Yeah. And it just comes yeah. up. Yeah. Right. I thought I was going to have to do some massive download and go right. through viruses. Hey, so <laughs> so I, I'm fairly comfortable that I can tell that, you know, I understand this is between reality and fantasy. Right. Okay. Right. So That was firmly established for you right yeah. before that. So, but I also employ a lot of... Uh, young people that work mm-hmm. in my restaurant, I've seen the difference in the past 20 years. And I feel that, yeah, they, I, I think pornography and expectations have changed compared to when the, you were the kids I employed, let's say 20 years ago. Okay. Uh, or when I was their age, uh, I, I think, I think it's very different. Uh, and I don't know if they can tell the difference between fantasy and, fantasy reality. and reality, you know, with I'm porn, sure. but, and, but also in terms of how women interact with you in terms of the expectations they put on you. Cause sometimes there's still that double standard. Like guys get a little confused. Well, you want to be independent, but you still want the Prince charming. You want this, but you still want that. Like, how do I, you know, where do you fit in in all of that? I, I don't think women are as susceptible to, to fantasy as men are. I okay. think that, that women understand, uh, uh, I think that women are, have the ability to read the opposite sex a lot better, I believe, than men do. So they, they get a, a quicker understanding of how or how men are. And, and so they learn quickly. And I, and I think they, they don't start looking for Prince Charming. They, they don't start looking for the, the man to sweep her, sweep her off her foot or off her feet. What they're looking for is usually somebody funny, somebody, you know, somebody down to earth. They, they, the attributes, the traits of the person they're looking for, I don't ne- think necessarily reflect a cartoon. I also think it depends. I'm a libertarian when it comes to this. I, I think it depends on who the person is watching the porn on whether they believe it or not. You know, yeah, that's uh, true. Th- same thing works for movies and violent video games. If a person happens to be a little bit more susceptible uh, to suggestion, from certain medium, well, then it, it'll affect them in any walk, any any mm. type of, of, of entertainment they take in. I guess part of this this quote really is about how we're raised, like more how we're socialized, because women are, like guys don't necessarily watch Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty and like all, you know, we're fed like a whole lot of these, right? Uh, throughout childhood, guys are not, are not that necessarily interested in that, so... It's a it's a form of socialization. It's a form of looking at and saying women should get married. Women should look to their men to to um, provide for them, to take care of them. To it's just a reinforcement of that. So I'm just I'm just wondering if you have felt the impact of that at all. Because I know talking to women, they certainly have felt the impact of the expectations that porn has created mm-hmm. in terms of sex. So and the impact on men. So they were able to to experience that that's why i want to ask the guys if you experience the the opposite well i feel like the way you guys spoke about this was a a lot more of a mature understanding of media and the expectations because we're old. on you no no we're but uh, i was gonna true. say yeah. that's the way i like to look at it mm-hmm. but coming from the like all my girlfriends are like my age i really really see the impact that the media has had on them okay. versus me because i'm a guy right the way the media raised me versus the way the media raised them right. has had them. Um, like, I think the best example I could give is that I know a lot of girls who say, you know, I'm so jealous of so-and-so she's, she's getting married and like, she has her life together. I'm like, mm-hmm. 
you think getting married means you have your life together? Right. Like, I'm good like, point. I don't get it. You know, or, or, oh, my life is falling apart. Like, all I have is like my job and my friends. It's like, you know, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you that's should be okay. Really, yeah, you have a career exactly. going for you. You have your friends. Like, why do you need? Because the media told her her whole life that once you get that guy and you have that house, then you'll, your life is. You're, you're set. A, well, a which sets, title. which sets up for failure in a way because sure. your expectations are so high. I met a, a young a woman who was young, like in her mid-20s, who had that same fantasy feeling, got married thinking that everything is going to be okay after we get married. It doesn't matter what problems we had before because marriage should fix it. Like mm. once we're married, we'll just work mm. on whatever it is. Well, that, you know, that marriage lasted not very long. Like yeah. it just, because it was all based on these expectations. Archaic cultural norms that that we've kind of been infiltrated with that have, you know, sustained for a long time. And it just doesn't work that way. I think we're coming to a place sociologically that we understand that you don't necessarily have to be married mm -hmm. in order to be happy. There are less and less people mm -hmm. getting married in, a, right. in, in the official context. Anyway, That's exchanging right. a ring and having a ceremony and signing a paper, people are now deciding Let's just be together for the right. rest of our life. Mm -hmm. you, we don't, you know, we don't have to make vows in front of two hundred people and spend thirty five thousand dollars in order for this uh, to, minimum. To, yeah, and in in, <laughs> they've they've convinced themselves that th this is the, the dream life. This is how it should be, and I think that's going the way of the dinosaur. I think that's becoming obsolete. People no longer think that way, and I think you're going to see a very very different act, uh, uh, different interaction uh, between two people who love each other twenty. 30 years down the line. I do like yeah. a little of archaic, though, uh, to use your word. It now, could be old-fashioned, sure. There's nothing yeah, wrong with Yeah, I mean, I, I don't ever, to actually answer your question properly now, I don't, I never tried to be anybody's Prince Charming. Mm -hmm. uh, and my wife is my partner, and I count on her, and I lean on her. But at the same time, I, I don't know if it was the way I was brought up, because I don't remember my dad giving me this kind of advice, but it was just what I observed. Mm -hmm. But... I still want to be the man in the relationship. I want to take care of my family. I want to try to provide as best as I can and protect my women. I have a, I'm have married with two daughters. Uh, and that's ingrained in me a little bit. I think that probably attracted my wife to me to mm -hmm. a little bit as well. You know, uh, uh, so yeah, so I, I do, I do believe in those are traditional roles, right? In a way. Yeah, but, 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 but I do. I'm not going to put my wife in a corner and, uh, and it's not my way or the highway. I do discuss things with my wife. Right, we right, make right. decisions together. Uh, yeah. But it makes you feel good to know you're protecting your girls, as you said. Protecting my girls, but I'm all, yeah, I will take the lead. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to, I definitely, definitely am a leader in life. So uh, in my business and my relationships and with my family, uh, but I'm not a caveman. So I think it's important <laughs> to be like mindful of why you want certain things and why you're doing certain things. I feel like, people are losing sight of their actual emotions and they're focused on the, I don't want to use the word image, but like the idea of things. Yes. So like a lot of people are chasing a relationship, but you should be chasing a relationship. You should be chasing, well, not chasing, but you know, you should be in love with that person, not with the idea of being with a person. Right. You shouldn't say, I want a boyfriend. You should say, well, I, I mean, I want to be happy. And then whatever, if that person's making you happy, then cool, we're happy together. Right. But not, I want a boyfriend. Oh, you have a boyfriend, you filled the slot. You know? the, well, and that's why it's like the idea of marriage, the idea of that white picket fence, the whole, those ideas are sold to us. That's so, what, that's what I'm trying to, was trying to get at is that's why we're set up in a way with expectations. Of course, things change and, and 
we are changing. And as a couple of texters wrote, come on, he kissed her without consent. In some of the fairy tales, yeah, the prince kisses her without consent, sweeps in without consent, all of that. Another one says, and they lived happily ever after. They never said that you had to work for it. That's part of the problem too. It's like marriage fixes it. Once you, you mm-hmm. marry your prince, you don't have to worry about so anything anymore. You're just going anymore, through the motions. Right? You're not really living. You're not really... Well, sometimes you are. Well, yeah, it's a portrayal of kind of a utopian you know uh, setting that just is not realistic and and some people take that in and they they have the idea that that somehow is what they're supposed to be gunning for and it's and that's what make will make somebody happy it's it's a lot more messy and a lot more shades of gray than that coming up i'm going to share a small little article that i want your take on uh the headline was men settle in sex but women settle in relationships again a female a male difference it's sex out loud and you're welcome to listen in passion on cjad 800 we've got tonight jay farrar steven Drulis, and michelle Eid in studio uh if you want a guy's perspective on stuff Now's the t- your chance. Okay, this person wants to know, but I think they want a woman's perspective. I don't know. Are women into guys' balls? Is there an attraction there? If yes, why? And what is their well, this, criteria this, this for sexy balls? Term, yeah. <laughs> I'm just reading what's on the text board. We'll defer to you on this one. No, well, no. You can tell me how women have. Uh, I don't know. Do women pay attention? Treated your nether yes, regions? Yes. Do hmm. women pay attention to that? I'm going to, you know, leave it to you guys to answer. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's all yours. Hey, I, didn't okay, make, I, I didn't come up with the topic. I feel like balls fall into the category of, like, you just really want to feel like you're in there. So, like, it depends on your mood, right? <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, sometimes you just want it to be really dirty sex, and you don't want it to just be, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> no? I think you're an extra... Yeah, I I just want it to be no like a comment. Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. How about we leave that topic for when the women come back? And Paris will be in it, so she'll have to answer that question next time. We'll leave it for her. How's that? Uh, okay, all right, awesome. here's another one. Um, all right, so there was a guy who wrote this article. This is what he explained. When it comes to relationships, especially serious ones, men are less likely to settle because they want to make sure that if they are going to end up giving up their emotional side to someone that the person they give it to is exactly who they want. While it might start out physical for them, the closer they get physically and emotionally, the more they invest from that perspective. However, when it comes to just a hookup, men really couldn't care less. They will swipe right on pretty much anyone just to get a leg over or get their rocks off whenever they feel like it. So pretty much from the horse's mouth, don't trust men on dating apps. When it comes to women, however, this is where things get tricky. Women look at a man and think, yeah, he's okay, but what comes out of his mouth and whether it's funny, engaging, or even intellectually stimulating, how he holds himself or even the way he looks at you is how a mature woman measures a man. So in order to sleep with the man, the woman needs to feel a connection on a deeper level, usually, something that is more than just physical. Um, so just wondering if you've exp- if that's been your experience, because it, me- it looks like we're on different pages, you know. And- I'm not necessarily sure. I think there's a, there's a lot of women who, you know, as they say, just want the hookup. Uh, the the difference between men and women is men have a tendency to more be more dishonest 
about what their intentions are, whereas mm. women will be more honest about it. You, you can, one just has to look through a dating app to see that a woman will tell you right away, no hookups, no this. You know, they'll, they'll give you the rules right away, whereas men will, will take, uh, you know, any kind of direction, any kind of directional, you know, path that they can in order to achieve one thing. Now, that's not to say that there aren't men out there who want a relationship, right. but I'm going to say that there's a lot of them that just want the hookup and that they're willing to say whatever they can in order to do that. And then as the kids say, ghost the girl and, you know, <laughs> the, and the next, did I get that right? Yes, you got that ghost. right. <laughs> ghost. That's the ghost. word. The kids still saying yeah. that? Kids are still saying that. <laughs> I feel like sexually it's more rare for a man to settle because you can't, like, you can't lie. You can't just, if you don't have a boner, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not into someone sexually as a guy, you both know when it's not going to work. But women can lie. I'm not saying they all do, but you can. If you want to put up with the, like, not so hot guy because he's rich, you can do it if you really but wanted to. But it's different things then. See what you're saying. You're yeah. talking about put up with something because the person has something to give you. So the, the riches and you're talking Jay about, uh, sexually, up something. Yeah, yeah, because right. they have yeah. sex to give you. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. yeah. Right? I, I just mean, it's harder to be dishonest as a guy. It's harder to be dishonest as a guy sexually. Well, uh, I get you... to, my wife got me intellectually and, uh, your heart. There were both. I mean, uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed our our relation our intimate relationships, but she got me there, and uh, mm-hmm. that's how she. Well, yeah. that's what was the big attraction, yeah. right? It's yeah. far more than just yeah. the sexuality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I was even if I was, I think even if I wasn't a hundred percent into her sexually, I I might have not going to say settle, but it wouldn't have been as important. Sex is not the only thing that matters to me. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Well, in long term relationships, it isn't, but no. in the short term. That's what kind of this article is saying. In the right. short term, you don't care if he's funny, if he's this or if he's that, You just or, or she's that. But the women do care. That's what it was saying, that she won't just – she has well, okay. to care about something. You know. Well, for the most part, I'm not saying um, just the hookup. I think men and women are equally capable of hooking up or, or, sure. or getting right. the same thing. Although latest research shows that – but latest research shows that uh, hookups are not so good for women's mental health. Mm. So there is a there is something yeah well there you go but this was looking at I guess more at, at women but yeah one person says I call BS <laughs> okay on what which part uh, I don't on know what? which part yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Louise writes well I didn't get married and didn't believe it was the end at all it didn't work out and I realized there are no guarantees in life but now I'm 48 and wish I looked around better for the right man because now I know people my age whose children are grown and their house is paid and are able to take vacations while I'm still kind of starting all over. So, yeah, I wish my life was in order back then. Uh, another one. Every man is aware that porn is staged and every woman knows fairy tales are fantasy. Not every man and not every woman. That's part of the problem. Uh, but likewise, every human is equally susceptible to both pleasure and the promise of happily ever after. Values which are not necessarily restricted to love and sex alone, but extend to various other experiences and material possessions as well. Hence the numerous media promotions of such desperately sought values in the first place. Yeah, the media feeds off of our uh, our needs, our fantasies, all of that, right? Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, if everybody obviously, no, no matter how down to earth and realistic you are about life, 
you still have an idea of how you would like your life to go. And the question is on whether you're willing to make concessions on that, Mm -hmm. that it's not going to be the perfect scenario, which you've envisioned your whole life that you understand. Well, I guess that's as close as it's going to get and accept that and enjoy it and be okay with that instead of, you know, always setting your standards to a point that are not achievable. Which is, and perfection, and, and I'm going to take this into the bedroom now because sex too, if we expect perfection over the long term, perfection every time, no, we have to accept good enough sex also because sometimes sure. it'll be great, sometimes it'll be just okay, right. sometimes it won't be good at all. Um, but generally speaking, it'll be good enough. Right. So it it isn't like we have to be careful when we set ourselves to thinking that it should always be hot, passionate, uh, whatever, or that something should be always exciting or there isn't that just doesn't exist. Yeah, I I think most I think most people understand that real life doesn't work in the way that porn does. Not everybody's going to be spray tanned, bleached. (laughs) You're not going to be there with your hand behind your back. She's not going to be she'll probably not be enjoying it as this person might be on screen. There are it's it's sweaty. It's dirty. There are smells. It's hairy. It's just not a pretty sight most of the time. And it's not something anybody would ever want to put on on camera. Yeah, right. Oh, man. And uh, a couple of texts. And women wonder why men are confused. That's okay. Uh, I have zero interest (laughs) in getting married. I have six cats. (laughs) And they fulfill all my needs uh, emotionally and physically with the cuddles, of course. Um, Another text writes, (laughs) men fall in love to have sex. Women have sex to fall in love. Uh, A man will use the I love you in order to trick the woman. Women will have sex to keep that man. So that kind of makes us all a little bit manipulative. No, I'm going to... It's a bit healthy to be in a relationship 60% for sex just because at the end of the day, if you don't have sex, you're friends, right? So if you don't want to Well, no, no, I don't think so so because I think that if you only look at sex as intercourse, then yes. But, But if you look at sex in a much wider... like. I always say anything that you're going to do with your partner that you wouldn't do with your brother or sister is part of sex. You're not going to cuddle naked with your partner. That's not. It's not necessarily your idea of sex. Maybe sexual, but it's sexual. Well, you know, there's there's the anyway. We could talk about that another time. How's that? (laughs) Guys, thank you so much. Jay, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook at Jay Farrar and uh, on Twitter at The Farrar Side. And I also write a uh, an article, a column for uh, at MitchMelnick.com called The uh, Third Culture. Wonderful. Stephen Julis, uh, give us your... Uh, yeah, you guys can find me at WrestleVivaldi.com. Uh, and on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Twitter. And all the details are there. That's yeah. right. Michelle Ede, actor, entrepreneur, tell us. You can find uh, my phone case company, Signe Collection, at Signe Collection, and CineCollection.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Paris Mansouri. Thank you so much for uh, putting us out on Facebook. If it wasn't for her, you wouldn't get any visuals. Put it that way. Uh, thank you to Dave Simon, our wonderful technical producer as well. Uh, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or uh, just go to my website, DrLori.com. In the next few days, Paris Mansouri will be taking over the airwaves for me. As I'll be taking a couple of days rest, and uh, but I will be back uh, on Wednesday evening. Coming up next on CJD, the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening, and remember to live your life with passion.